Uh, so really, really quick, at the end of this episode, we have an argument that we got to settle. All right. If it's about what I think it's about, yes, this is going to be ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's, it's a doozy. All right. So oh this episode, episode, welcome back to the Parks and Questions podcast. Parks and Questions. Episode five. Yeah. The banquet. Episode five banquet. Uh, May 8th. It came out May 8th, 2009. Uh, really, dude, I'm going to slap the shit out of you if you ask me one more time. Middle so, school, right? High school. High school? Yes. You're right. Sophomores. Sophomore. Yeah. Wow, so sophomore. anonymous IMDB synopsis written. Yeah. Doing my year? It says, at a banquet honoring her mother, Leslie tries to convince a local zoning official to support her park project. But sensing resistance, Leslie resorts to blackmail. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Tom and Mark ditch the festivities to hit the bars. All right. So really Wait, quick. Mark Brandanovich? Man, Brandana Bananas. So Mark we Brandana open up Madana. to the site of the murder of Nathaniel Bixby Mark. And already you're laughing. <laughs> They they always come up with like these funny ass opening scenes. Yep. I don't know how they do. So it's a uh, so he's a pioneer that was killed after trading a baby for I guess what is now Indianapolis. Would you make that deal? It's a pretty good deal, right? Trading a baby for Indianapolis. I don't know about yeah. all that. That's kind of weird to me. I know when you look at I it, don't know. it depends depends on what it is. I wouldn't want Indianapolis. It sounds like a lot to manage. Are <laughs> you getting way too? Much. I mean, then again, so is a baby. Yeah. So okay, moving on. So we already have a funny quote nominee. They cut his face off, and then they made it into a dream catcher, and they made his legs into rain sticks. And that's the great thing about Indians back then is they used every part of the pioneer. They're very resourceful people. You know what a rain stick is? Yes, we have one. We do, right? That thing, yeah. That yeah, some for reason, those that don't know, I think it's broken. Cause I don't think so. It works a little bit. I've held one that works have way you better. Have not seen the fumes that come out of that thing? Really? Well, it's yeah, I wouldn't dust. call them fumes, but dust. I think it's dust. Yeah, it's smoke. Yeah. I mean, not smoke. See, so it is a fume. Sorry, no, but it's like those hollow logs with like holes in the inside. I can't describe it, but it makes it makes like rain sound when you tilt yeah, it upside down. All that pretty cool. Hollow stick. But I'm glad that they used every part of the body, though. Yeah. Yeah. So the actual episode starts, and it's Leslie and her mom laying on a couch with their bare feet on a coffee table. Did Quentin Tarantino direct this episode? I don't know. Gross. Because you know him and his damn foot fetishes. Yeah. All right. So when I zoom in, actually, I don't think they're completely barefoot. They have those nylon legging things that I even asked my wife, Ashley, that she doesn't even know the names of them because she doesn't even use them. But you know what I'm talking about. No. Those things that like older women wear probably. They're like Stockings. these clear stuff, but they're clear. They're not black. They're like skin color. And you can see the, like nylons. Yeah. I don't, your spandex. Your, Kinda, your I don't spanx. Know. I don't know. Probably. Why All right. So we learned stuff? that I don't know. Leslie's mom, Marlene Griggs, nope, is being honored at a banquet. She's receiving the Tellinson Award for Excellence in Pawnee Public Service. Mm-hmm. So the invite says. The Anthony V. Talented Award for Excellence in Pawnee Service. 2009 Awards Banquet honoring Marlene Griggs. Nope. Friday, May 8th, 2009. The, the date that the episode was released. Cocktails at 6 p.m. Dinner and Awards, 7 to 9. The Wamapo Room in Pawnee Suites Hotel. It says tickets are $16 to, R- to RSVP. And there's a, a phone number, 812 812- Five five five, oh one three nine. Yeah, I I looked at the invite. First of all, sixteen dollars. <laughs> Fuck that. On a Friday night, 
better things to do with my time. Yeah. Second of all, I called <laughs> I called the number yesterday. Did you? I did. And? Sadly, it's out of service. So very anticlimactic. But yeah, I called the number that's on the invite that on an episode of a TV show that came out 10 years ago. What would you do on a night by yourself for $16? On a Friday night? On a Friday night for 16 bucks. What would you go to do? Oh, dude, I could stretch that $16 pretty far. I'd have to think about it. Come back to me on that. Right. But I could stretch that 16 bucks. Trust me. Dollar theater, like Bonus eight question. times. Bonus question at the end. Like eight hot dogs? What? Oh, at the end? All right. So funny line nominee. I think we can be in multi-genera- multi-generational political dynasty, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the Kennedys or the Bushes, minus the drinking problem. Then she looks at the camera and says, I mean, no disrespect. <laughs> yeah. Ron says no one wants to go to this thing. But they will because they're afraid of what Marlene would do if they didn't. Which leads to a best scene nominee. Mixed in with some half-assed internet research, a.k.a. stuff that may be true. Yeah, it's okay. We'll, we'll, well, I mean, we'll get up, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to edit this out. Okay, one second, guys. I just want you to know I'm not going to kick our cat. Dude. Yeah. We I have know. three cats in this house? Yeah, we're cat people. We're cat people? We love dogs. Don't get me wrong. We don't discriminate. But anyway. We love cats. Sorry about that. But anyway, Ron says no one will go to this thing. No one wants to, but they will because they're afraid of Marlene. And which leads to a best scene nominee mixed in with some half-assed internet research, a.k.a. stuff that may be true. He says, in 1994, I gave her a nickname. It's unrepeatable, but it's stuck. It's my proudest accomplishment. Then he looks outside the window like, you know, like he's scared, like, you know. And he says, it's the iron cock shredder of Pawnee. I Googled what Ron's nickname was for Marlene. Whoa. Yeah. That's what it was? What the fuck is a cock shredder? <laughs> is it literally a shredder of cocks? Can, can you do me a favor? I'm not going to demonstrate what that would look like. No, no can, you, can you do me a favor and say I think her name and I'll do the bleep noise? You're, you're, what do you mean? I'm Marlene Griggs, it. nope. It's the of Pawnee. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> I think it I think it just means she'll figuratively kick your ass and chew you out if you piss her off. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't want to mess with somebody like that. Yeah, so that's that's my uh stuff that may be true, aka half ass internet research. But the syllables, it's it's off. Like yeah. I think like the beep is way too long, and when you say cock shredder of Pawnee, cock shredder, and then beep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I still don't believe that. There has to be something else in there. I, yeah, I still don't believe Unless that. Unless it was like, yeah, I don't think. I don't think so. his mouth yeah, is moving she, a lot. Yeah, so we go to Tom helping Leslie on her speech and another best scene nominee. Alex, one second. You will be Leslie, all right, and I will right, be Tom. All right, all right, I got this. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Go. Marlene Griggs Nope is my mother. It was a great learning experience because my mom cast a long shadow. Okay, read that back to me. I was learning disabled, and my mom cast a very long shadow. No, I did say learning disabled. Um, well, we'll just move on. We can fix that later. Long shadow, go. Okay, I've lost my momentum now. Um, all right, let's start from the top. What's the first sentence again? Marlene Griggs Nope is morbidly obese. I never said obese. I said, is my mother. And then we're going to skip a couple of boring lines, and then we come back and Tom says... I think what we should do at that point is get the energy up. How about this? Marlene Griggs, nope, is definitely not a whore. No. 
Marlene Griggs Nope has not five, but seven Asian friends. Marlene Griggs Nope has never solicited a male prostitute. Marlene Griggs Nope <laughs> has said the N-word only four times in her life. No. No. She said it more than that? <laughs> I think the one that got me was the uh, um, definitely not a whore. Definitely not a whore, but the the not five, but seven, seven Asian, Asian friends. friends. Yeah, no, that part was great. That was gold. <laughs> Male prostitute. Those exist. Male prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah. God, I would love to interview no, a, yeah. a woman who has solicited a male prostitute. Just ask like the thought process. But anyway, that's a topic for another day. So like like the gator from the other guys, but like as a woman? Yeah. With dudes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so we watch Andy play his guitar. Call her the croc? Yeah. While Anne is trying to figure out what to wear for this fancy S event. And then who says this? Anne. Right? Yeah, you're Anne. I'm, I'm going to let you be your favorite character. I'm going to be Anne. You're going to be Anne. Oh, ma'am. Okay. I'm, I'm so ready for this. Go. Okay. We watch Andy play his guitar while Anne is trying to, Anne being me, is trying to figure out what to wear for this fancy ass event. How about this one? That is hot. Seriously? Yes, that is really hot. How come you don't dress like that for me? Well, because I would feel a little silly putting on a nice dress to go to the couch. <laughs> so he makes his face. Let's talk about that face for a second. You think he's so dumb he didn't realize that he laughed for no reason? Or because mm. he's realizing, like, shit, I'm a loser. Like, shit, she's right. Like, our dates are on the couch. Yeah, I kind of am leaning toward, more towards the second. Because I also have a face, too, whenever, like, my significant other makes a valid point and kind of just, like... It makes you feel like shit. Kind of like, huh, <laughs> she's right. Yeah, all right. What so am I going to do to fix this? Best line nominee... Immediately after, Andy says, babe, I'm out of milk. And he's got that, what do you call those things? Those it's like a, yeah, those like extenders. a is holding like a sippy cup. Oh, yes, a kitty sippy cup. So Anne calls Leslie to see exactly how fancy she should dress. Leslie calls the event the Oscars times the Grammys plus the Super Bowl? No. Mm, no. First of, and first of all, who dresses fancy for a Super Bowl? Like those, <laughs> like those professional, like those after party type I've never seen anybody right. dress fancy to a Super Bowl. Rich people. Or rich people hit uh, us maybe, up. Maybe, yeah, Some the general shit. managers, Probably. the owners and shit. So right. Leslie visits Salvatore Manfrilotti, 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 for a haircut. She requests something, quote, sassy but powerful and dynastic. Yeah. Best scene nominee. We see April looking amazing, by the way. And Leslie shows up. The look on April's face. I'll do Leslie this time. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Hi, April. Good evening, sir. <laughs> oh, April, I'm off the clock. You don't have to call me that. <laughs> can, we, can we acknowledge yeah, yeah. The what, so, what she, she was looking at? What do you mean? Dude, she looked like Freaking Ron. No, she with that hairdo. No, she looked like Ellen and Hillary Clinton. Okay, yeah. I I guess that meant from Ron, a from a chick's perspective. Bro, do you not see that manly part? And then for Ron to Ron to say, You look like my brother. Yeah, we'll get a, to that. Who was we'll a cop? <laughs> uh, he wasn't a cop. Air Force. Air Force. So yeah, another yeah, best yeah. scene nominee where Nap where April and Leslie are walking arm in arm together. 
Anne in that hot pink dress, and she's and Leslie's looking like Ellen in a pantsuit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone looking at them, and that former council member approaches them. He says, "I just wanted to tell you that what I think you guys wait. I just wanted to tell you I think what you two are doing is so brave, just being who you are. I wish I had your courage, <laughs> bro." And finally realizes they look like a lesbian couple. <laughs> Leslie is just being excited. Like, she, like it's, nothing hits her. Like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't hit her. All right, so another funniest line nominee from Ron. This one's those one-liners, man. One-liners. They're the best. I enjoy government functions. Like, I enjoy getting kicked in the nuggets with a steel toe boot. But this hotel always serves bacon-wrapped shrimp. That's my number one favorite food, wrapped around my number three favorite food. I'd go to a banquet and honor those Somali pirates if they served bacon wrapped shrimp. Excuse me. <laughs> he runs off. <laughs> uh, so the funniest part there to me is the I enjoy government functions, like I enjoy getting kicked in the nuggets with a steel toe boot. Well, I don't know. I don't know if the, if this is something you pointed out yet, or if we're gonna if discuss. But yeah. the yeah, whole. Ron and Anne interaction, how we can see the carelessness happen that Ron has. Oh, yeah. Anne. Yeah, it's right here. Is it? Oh, I got it right okay. here. Let's hear it. Come so on. Leslie and, Anne find the, Leslie and Anne find the parks department table, and Tom is just repeating, wow, to how Leslie looks. And Ron goes, bacon rep shrimp. Anne's like, oh, thanks. I'm okay. Ron's like, I wasn't offering. <laughs> I love he's being a dick. I love when he's being I a dick. It. That's what you were talking about, right? Yep. Yeah, I had yep. that written right after. One of the very first, inter- like, right? Yeah, that's one of the very first uh, kind of. I, like, I have to look back, but I'm pretty sure. Like disacknowledging and yeah, uh, probably, situations. probably, yeah. So, a member of the zoning board, Janine Restrepo, Restrepo, is in attendance. Someone they need in order to get the pit turned into the park. You remember the pit, right? I remember the pit. Still unfilled. Yep. And really quick, we are going to take a break. Just right a back. break. How's that work? Yeah, I'll teach you later. All right, we're back. All right. So Leslie realizes she needs to talk to this Janine Restrepo face-to-face. So Mark Brandana Banana pretends to be Janine to help with that. Her converse, Well, to help with what her conversation should be like. And they all jump in. And they look like idiots. You remember that? When they're like, oh, I'm Janine Respect. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that scene, dude. They look like idiots. Especially Anne. I'm sorry. She grabs Mark's nose and pretends to be a zoning board member. The only thing funny about that scene to me is Tom saying, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, it's Tom. Mm -hmm. Love when Tom acts like he's the mature one. Like, what is it? What? All right. So Leslie introduces Anne to her mom. And there's this hilarious interaction where they emphasize friend um rate this end line for me rate okay. it you ready it. yeah friends she's we're just friends just friends i have a boyfriend he's a man what am i rating this out of 10 yeah see how funny it was right now I like on a solid four two on the surface it might not sound funny but in the episode i give it a funny. solid four two because like the pitch and the i delivery. love how she had to it wasn't the best he's a man Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's, that's four. Between I'm gonna give it for five. the situation, the delivery, and yeah, pretty what good. it was, what it was. Doing for those that don't scene. know, uh, I always say that Anne's not funny at all. But that was before we started doing the podcast. More and more, we do this podcast, and I rewatch this episodes, these episodes for the purpose of the podcast. I realized that Anne is freaking that hilarious. 
dumb and stupid, but she's not funny still. Seriously? She's not. Yeah, no. All right, so. Yeah, just amp everything So, Lan, Lan, Leslie asks Marlene for advice on how to approach and talk to Janine Restrepo. Okay, rate this one. Am I the only fucking person here who doesn't know Janine Restrepo? That one was funny. That's above a five, but yeah. not past a seven. Yeah, that was a good six. So six two. I think they held her back here. It would have been hilarious had they made this episode rated M for mature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of moments. Just they could have free her yeah. and just let her loose for that entire two minute stretch. That's Anne's best moment in the entire series so far. Like the whole interaction, like the uh, the uh, Frank Schnabel walking up to them, her reaction. Everybody's reaction, Leslie, you know, the conversation, like, like, oh, no, thanks. I'm okay. I wasn't offering. But, like, she's still part of that scene. For that entire two-minute stretch, Anne's best moment so far. Agreed. So, funniest line nominee, Marlene goes, make sure you butter her up, Leslie says. I will. I'll make her feel like a human dinner roll. (laughs) I don't know why. I thought that line was stupid but funny. So, she mentions Janine Restrepo twice. In the speech, including saying that she loves her. Epic one-liner from Tom. Le- uh, Leslie's walking back to the table. I don't know if you noticed. He goes, you the man, Leslie. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. So it's some about his voice, symbolic like, in this oh episode. God. I know. Because, well, he's trying to make a joke on her dressing and looking like a man. Not sure if this joke flies today, though. But putting myself back in that time. And if I was drinking something at the moment, I definitely would have spilled it. From like, laughing. Or spit it out? Yes. Yes. So that's what I meant. Once I heard uh, Tom say, you the man, Leslie. I would have taken that opportunity. Like, all right, nothing funny here. I'm just going to take a sip. You the man. Let- <laughs> all right. So rate this and line. All right. This is my evening. I'm Leslie's trophy wife. Not bad, Ann. That's funny. Like a four. I'm going to agree with you. I like how we're still rating like every single line that's even remotely funny from Ann because I still don't. Don't think she just wait. The funny just line. wait. Give it time. Give it time. Uh, I don't know. All right. So Leslie meets Janine. She tells her to set up an appointment for next month. Leslie feels a little skeptical. Janine has a Janine has this. I don't know if you noticed a huge, clear and obvious mean lady bitch face. I would hate to be her student if she was a teacher. Oh yeah, dude. Right. Oh, oh my god. Oh, my yeah. god. That stern look. And all right. So, Anne is on the phone with Andy. And he wants a meatball and ham sub, and Anne doesn't know if they can do that. Talk about food abominations, right? Food abominations. We have a podcast about it. Oh, man. Wow. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Sports topic. Sorry. So, creepy moment of the episode. As I've said before, Tom is definitely going to always win these. He goes, now, the words too sexy aren't really in my vocabulary. But Marlene, girl, you are too sexy. Dude, Tom needs to knock it off sometimes, man. It's hilarious, but... (laughs) So Ron has this hilarious line and funniest scene nominee. In his talking head, he says, I refuse to lather Marlene up, kiss her ring like everyone else. Instead, I'll be delivering a speech of facts. Then he goes up on the stage and he says, Marlene is a woman. She has worked in government... For three decades. 30 years. Properly applied, that's how long a good varnish should last. So Marlene, it is true that you have won this award. 
<laughs> Reminds me of the of that uh, when they interview him for um, I forgot what they were interviewing him for, but then he's like, "I'm gonna answer every question with a question." What a question. <laughs> that scene. We're not gonna. We're gonna tease that because that's way down the I line. Oh man, we got way way go, down the line. But anyway, so Tom and Mark bounce bounce to hit the bars and hit on chicks. Anne doesn't want them to leave because they're the only ones there that she knows. And goes, look, I'd love to go hit on chicks with you guys, but Leslie seems wrapped up in something, and I should probably stay. Tom goes, you hit on chicks for real? <laughs> but can we acknowledge the fact how Anne, or I'm sorry, Leslie's in the bag with a spoon doing the whole like. I didn't even see that. You didn't see really? her doing that? She was uh, doing something with a dude, spoon or like I paid attention to the freaking invite and oh, I zoomed in, God. but I did not notice that. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look back later. So this line coming up is a real good piece of advice to everyone. A story about nice guys finishing last. In this case, nice girls who seem to be lesbian. Leslie says, they don't give lifetime achievement awards to people who do things like that. Talking about, you know, the blackmailing and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Marlene says, sweetheart, they only give lifetime achievement awards to people who do things like that. Then she goes on to say, those are eight of the nastiest, most diabolical people you could ever want to meet. She goes on to say, one of them was a blackmailer. One of them slept her way to the top of the DMV for some reason. Yeah, DMV, that was kind of weird. One was a snitch. One harassed journalist. And Tellinson, who the ward is named after, he was the worst of all. He tried to resegregate the drinking fountain. Tellison was a fucking racist. Yep. Oh, my God. All right. So Anne disagrees with the advice because I forgot to mention. Uh, she tells Leslie to blackmail her about the DUI. So I'm the husband. What's going on? Time out. Ah. Be right back. Alex forgot to charge the laptop, but we're back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Tellinson was a racist. Uh, Anne disagrees with the advice, warns Leslie not to do this. They get into this, this hilarious argument, dude. Their first argument, the first Leslie and Anne argument. She says nursing, well, Leslie says that nursing is easy, which first pisses Anne off. And then she says that she gets taken advantage of. Alex, I'll let you be Anne because you love her so much. Got it. Got it. Got okay. it. You just do everything your mom tells you to do? You just do everything your boyfriend tells you to do? Make any pancakes lately? He has two broken legs. Yeah, and he's got three crutches. And one of them is you. And the other two are crutches. <laughs> Anne finally leaves. And I actually feel bad for Anne. Anne oh, says, oh, uh, yeah, I feel bad for Anne. She's there for her friend. And she gets treated like that. But yep. Leslie's not wrong, though. She's, she's not wrong. Not. She's, she's not, not. She's not wrong. Remember what we said about iffy choice in men. And she said she's not one to talk. There you go. Boom. So here comes that gay former council member and puts his arm around Leslie and goes, it's okay. You're allowed to fight. You two are just like everyone else. So that dude, he makes a good um, punch to this episode. He he, he packs in a punch. We're going to get to that later. That We're going to get to uh, so Tom and Mark are talking to two of some of the most boring, dumbest women I've ever seen in my life and on a TV show. And I can see why Mark left the conversation. Straight up ditches them. But also there's a funniest line nominee. Mark goes, uh, what's with that hat? And Tom says, oh, because Tom is wearing like this bright orange 
beanie type thing. I have a, I have something I want to say when we bring that up. So he goes, what's with that hat? Tom goes, it's called peacocking. Okay. okay. All right. Hold on for a second. This episode foreshadowed what is to be known for NBC's Peacock situation. I don't think so. I no, did. no, dude. Oh my God. I can't believe we're saying this. What? You know what Peacock means? What? NBC logo is a peacock. This has yeah, nothing I to know, do with that. but it's so funny that like now that it's gonna it, it they brought the whole like peacock thing in the parks and recreation in a way, commercial. Dude, you're making it seem like you just found out why there's a whole peacock thing. No man. Oh okay. That's not where I was going. I mean I might have made it sound like that just right now, but no. It's really funny it's that it's not as dumb as we thought. That peacock <laughs> scene, it made me think and click of the whole like. Yeah, I know it just so commercial. happened it just so happened that right now. I was yeah. like, ah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, so he goes, basically, I'm wearing something that stands out, like a peacock. So girls will be like, hey, what's with that hat? I'm going to go peacocking out of here. I'm going to be right back. And then he just ditches Mark. Seriously, he he begs Mark to come, and then he ditches him. Mm-hmm. Go figure. So it goes back to the banquet, and Leslie, very out of character, actually acts tough with Janine, but ends up getting water thrown at her face, and she breaks, and she apologizes. That's great. Back to the bar. Tom goes. Back to the Tom uh, is all of a sudden again. He begs Mark to go. He ditches Mark, and then he walks up to Mark and he says, "I need you back there, man. I'm, I've seen you hook up with more trashy chicks in the last year than I can count. If there was a Tillinson Award for hooking up with trashy chicks all the time, you'd have like several of those awards. You're like a king. You're my hero. That's the funniest line nominee. Really sad that I fucked it up reading it. <laughs> so Leslie stops by Anne's house for like the. 50th time in five episodes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anne admits that there's truth to what Leslie said, and Leslie goes, no. What? All sarcastically and shit. They hug it out, and Andy comes out and thinks she's hugging a dude. Funniest scene, nominee? That entire interaction? Uh, and Andy comes out? Nominee? Not one of his best. It won't, it won't win. Yes. Yeah, dude, what the hell? It's honorable mention. Oh, I thought you were dead. Uh, so Leslie mentioned her dad is dead. And he's buried in a cemetery in Florida. She then repeats the nickname Ron gave her, the Iron Cock Shredder of Pawnee, which I doubt that that's what it is. But again, that's half-ass internet research. Uh, This episode ends with Tom saying, yes, I'm married. But my wife understands that a good politician has to be appealing to the ladies. The fact that I haven't even come close to cheating on her is a disappointment to both of us. Then it cuts to the bar and he's wearing that ridiculous fucking hat. And he's walking up to a girl saying, you like the color orange? Carrots? You into those? <laughs> <laughs> Funniest scene and line nominee. Let's go. So, no, that that was it. Oh, I thought we were going to name them all. Nah. No, I mean, we we are. No, I'm saying it ends with uh, a funny line. Like, yeah, but we're going to get to yeah, those right now. We're going to get to those in a second. We're going to get to those. So, with this episode, we're going to move into the categories now. Would this episode have been better if... April spoke more. No. What? I don't think so. It could always be better if April spoke more. Yeah, but to, to what extent? Like what? I don't what know. Context? I just just talk. I don't care. I really don't care. So there was already too much going. If on we in, saw in April that. more, would this episode have been better if we saw April more? No, because it's just like as if they're wrong again. Every episode could be better if I throw these in. I just throw these in. We need more Anne. Would you rather have more Anne or more April? 
You're gonna say uh, Anne, and I really want to say you're fucking ridiculous. Just say it so I can say how right. fucking ridiculous you are. All right. All right. And so, moving on. So if Jerry and Donna had parts, mm. I'm sure Donna and Jerry would have had some good lines would, at the yeah, banquet. At the banquet, some, yeah. The fact that you're just admitting that and not April is just fucking ridiculous. All right. So you're ridiculous. Quick notes. Tom points out for what I believe is the second time now that he's married, but we don't know who the wife is yet. We later find out. So Anne showed off a black dress to Andy at their house, but she showed up in a hot pink dress to the banquet and she felt overdressed. She should have stuck to the black dress and she shouldn't have changed. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I have an unanswerable question. Well, two of them. What's the relationship between Marlene and Salvatore, the barber? You know when she went to go get her haircut? Yeah. Like, Are you related to that Marlene something? Nope. Mm-hmm. It's like, that depends. Would you, call, would you call being her daughter related? What the hell else would you call it? <laughs> um, this scene wasn't didn't make any of my cuts, but I mean, it was funny. But you think he's like a Mark and he hit it and quit it? To Marlene, hmm. I couldn't help but think that maybe that's what triggered the I cock could, shredder. Couldn't ah, I don't know. Maybe that's how she got the nickname. I don't know, but it, I found it funny when later on she's like, "Oh, I went to Salvatore." She's like, "Salvatore usually does men," but I don't think it was like intended in a gay way. Maybe. But still, like it, I that's not going to deter me yeah, from the yeah, fact that I want right. to think that they had sex many years ago. So let's float that theory out there. Did Marlene and Salvatore sleep together? We're going to start some shitstorm online probably. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, please let us know what you think. Yeah. So I have another announceable question. Ron said the only reason people are going to that banquet is because they're afraid of what Marlene will do to them. Yet Ron goes to the banquet. That can mean either one of two things. That he's afraid of something. That he's afraid of Marlene. That she'll do something. Or... And I think this is the reason why. He went because that bacon-wrapped shrimp is that good. I'm going to say the bacon-wrapped bacon shrimp is that good. Yeah, I'm going to leave with that, too. this is very similar to that time where he goes to the strip club. Oh, yeah. Right? He's like, strip clubs don't do nothing for me. Uh, I like the salt of the earth, blah, blah, blah. Cheryl swoops is, blah, blah, blah. But this, rush, this has a uh, – no, what did he say? But I'll take a all-you-can-eat breakfast buffet anytime. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that episode later. Dude, God damn so it. We already, spoke, we already spoke too so much. much we already spoke too much about that episode. So do you think <laughs> Leslie's haircut nailed it? Was it sassy, powerful, and dynastic? It was definitely powerful. I don't know about the other two words. Pretty powerful, although... I don't know. That was super weird. I know. I know. I, know, I was I know, like, I know. Uh, so question. question. There's a sense of relief when she per- took it out. Yeah. So person, personal question for you. So Leslie's happy with the haircut, but I can't help but ask, has a barber ever fucked up your hair? You don't have to talk about it. All you got to say is yes. Yes. All right. Recently. Recently. <laughs> I, I didn't tell. All right. So I can't help but notice that they didn't pay the $16 to get in. Which leads me to believe that they maybe snuck in. Possibly. 
I don't know. So Ron compared about the tickets online. Back in 2009, nobody did that. So oh, you're right. Fuck. Ron compared Leslie to his brother, who's in the Air Force. We learn Air for the Force. first time of any of Ron's family. That was it. That was the first time. Mm-hmm. Is it just me? Or it's this episode where Mark starts liking Anne. Yes, I got that vibe too. You did, right? Because yeah. he doesn't want to leave the bar. Pretty pushy about that whole situation. He goes anyway. He can't stand being there at the bar. He tries to make it back in time before they end the banquet. Who else would he be trying to see? I would definitely be Anne, right? Mark Brandanowicz. So they show Brandana Mark sandwich. showing up at the banquet right when Leslie was saying, I think Anne and I... Well, she he shows up to the banquet, but by then Anne and Leslie are already at the house, mm-hmm. so she's having her talking head. Yep. So they're flashing to that other scene where he's walking back at the banquet. Right when Leslie is saying in her talking head, "I think Anne and I are great people, and someday somebody will see that." Yeah, I think this is leading up to Mark and Anne yep. liking each other. So, did you notice that Mark fell for Tom's peacocking himself? Yep. Mark asks, "What's with that hat?" Tom says, it's so a girl could say, what's up with that hat? And, and it looks like <laughs> yeah, it looks like peacocking has a better chi- effect on men. Than all the chicks women. in there, and it worked on Mark breaking yeah. the sandwich. <laughs> so nitpicks. I got a nitpick. And then we'll go on to the good categories. Nitpicks. The banquet was supposed to be from 7 to 9 p.m., as the invite says. But at 9.30, Tom and Mark leave to the bar when he says, uh, it's 9.30. We're in Pawnee. It's not going to be any later. Mark, let's go. Uh, but they show up and, uh, I mean, he leaves the bar and the banquet is still going on. It's a little nitpick of mine. It was supposed to end at 9 p.m. Yep. But at 9.30, the party was still going on. All right. So now we're going to move on to the better categories. What was the funniest line? And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Holy so you're going to have to keep track of 15. Oh, Sorry, man. guys. And you're going to pick which one was the funniest one. So I would I would keep score. So rate as you go in your notes. Rate as you go. Maybe like four, five, and then readjust as you go. Gotcha. Sorry, I know this is many. This is a very dull episode, but I was still able to pick out 15 lines. All right? Ready. They cut his face off, and they made it into a dream catcher, and they made his legs into rain sticks. Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing about the Indians. Blah, blah, blah. That one. Okay. We have the uh, generational dynasty, the where she talks crap about the Kennedys and the Bushes and their drinking problem. And she means no disrespect. That one. Marlene Griggs Nope is definitely not a whore. Marlene Griggs Nope has not five, but seven Asian friends. And these are all separate. So you can rate them individually. They're separate? Yeah. No, I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm that gonna, whole thing needs to be. No, 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 no. That is a I whole. I can pick one out. One is more funnier than the other. But, dude, that is a whole. That, that... Marlene Griggs Nope has never solicited a male prostitute. This is difficult. <laughs> Marlene Griggs Nope has said the N-word only four times in her entire life. All right. So if you want to keep that all together, that's fine. Not for good. I'm, I live with them. All right. Cool. So when April goes, good evening. Sir, to Leslie, babe, I'm out of milk. I enjoy government functions like I enjoy getting kicked in the nuggets with a steel toe boot. I'll make her feel like a human dinner roll. You the man, Leslie. 
You hit on chicks for real? Yeah, and he's got three crutches, and one of them is you, and the other two are crutches. I need you back there, man. I've seen you hook up with more trashy chicks in the last year than I can count. That one. You like the color orange? Carrots? You into those? And that's it. I know that's a lot. And I half of those are probably honorable mentions, and I should have said honorable mentions. But So I'm going to list it as... You don't have to give me top five. Just give me the number one. Eight. I gave an eight out of ten to, to the last one? line. The carrots one? The carrots one. Really? I don't know why. I thought that was <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> carrots? You know those? Yep. Oh, man. It went All for right. me. Uh, I gave the first line. It, it goes in that order. So five, three, five, seven, a five, two, five, Which one was seven. Two? Six, seven, five, five, six, and then the eight. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of sixes and sevens, but that eight took it over the top. I yeah. forget which one was the two. The was two would have been. The babe, one, I'm out of milk. Two, three, or good evening, four, sir. Five, six. It was whatever number six was. All right, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. The N word only four times in her life? Yeah. Really? I thought that was I hilarious. So to me, the winner was the Marlene Griggs. Nope, is definitely not a whore. That was mine. Moving on to the funniest scene. I have not that many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So much easier. We have the Nathaniel Bixby Mark opening scene. We have Ron talking about Marlene's nickname. Where they bleep him out. And they should have left it free. Yeah. Yeah. Made this episode amphimature. Cock shredder. What the fuck fuck is a cock shredder? I've never heard of that. We're good. Uh, when April sees Leslie for the first time after her new hairdo, Tom and Leslie working on the speech together, which is the definitely not a whore and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when former Councilman Schnabel approaches Anne and Leslie and says, "Like you, I think what you two are doing is brave." Blah blah blah. Anne and Leslie crutches fight scene, and I. Sorry, I made it seem like they fought with crutches. <laughs> but it's when they talk about crutches during the fight, the argument. And the ending where Tom is at the bar by himself. Do you have your winner? I actually have a scene that I thought was... Oh, yeah. Do you have another one? Throw it in. Yeah. Throw it in. So you remember when the dude's standing at the podium and they're like, and we have... Um, Are you serious? What's his name? Uh, Townsend uh, at his bed right before bed. he lost the power and of speech. And you can speech. hear the... <laughs> <laughs> that is not subtly, funny, man. It's funny, but That is super... Funny. You want, you're laughing your ass on Yeah, I know. And he just waves. All subtle. Just Yeah. And then the guy's like, thank you for those two waves and... Thank you for those twitches and, and twitches blinks. And blinks. Yeah. Oh, my God. That yeah, was, that was, but what would have been even more funny and darker and maybe I made this M for mature is if you heard the beep go I don't know if that would make like that M for right. mature but that yeah, would no, so funny I don't, I don't. so if, if we're going to move on to funniest character I'm going to go first Do it. to me again it's going to be drum roll please Tom I didn't realize how funny Tom would be in season one and so far, he's been stealing the show for me. Tom came through. 
But Guys, think, you might think that I'm just a Tom fan, but no. My favorite characters are Andy and Ron, followed closely by April. Tom doesn't even crack my top five, but in season one, it's mostly all Tom, and this even shocked me. I am shocked that, because I'm doing this like completely like, mm-hmm. like completely brand new, just brand new to the show, like as if I'm binge watching it for the first time, and like pretending that I don't know how funny Andy and April and all them get later. And I'm just strictly, blindly rating these now. Tom has been the most hilarious to me. What about you? As much as I would love Andy, and I'm very fond of, of Tom, I actually think Leslie like carried the show, carried carried the whole first season. Yeah. In terms of like, again, like I said earlier, being just funny, because she hilarious. carries it doesn't mean she's the funniest. No, she she is super the dude, totally the funniest. I don't know. A lot of people will agree agree with you. So I think we should borrow another category from Bill Simmons. He calls it the Mark Ruffalo Award for overacting. We're just going to call it the overacting award. I have one nominee. Actually, I have two nominees. What's here? I think it has to go to the actress who played Janine Restrepo. Her name is Loretta Fox. She overacted the hell out of that role. Did you see the look on her face when she threw water at Leslie's face? She did a really good job at it. The whole, what do you want, line. That disgusted look on her face. It's almost like someone forgot to tell her that this was a comedy. Yeah. And she thought that this was a drama. <laughs> Congratulations to Loretta Fox. You have won your first, our first ever overacting award. <laughs> and I already forgot who the second person was. I think it was, was it Salvatore? No, it was, it was Frank Schnabel. <laughs> Yeah, he the the two times you see him on screen is hilarious. Salvatore is funny, but just at the very end of this scene where it's what the hell else would you call it? Uh, but this lady right here, overacting the hell out of it. Congratulations. Uh, one question, real quick: Did this episode age well? Yes and no. Yes and no. Kind of had its moments. All right. So IMDb has this episode as seven point three. Really quick, I'm gonna answer the first one. I think this is just right. 7.3, if anything, 7.2. I was going to give it just a 7 flat. 7. Yeah, no, this this episode was not as funny. It, it's it's a good episode, but not that funny. Bonus segment, guys. This is what I was this is the doozy I was getting. I was oh, getting it. Alex is going on vacation soon. To all places. He's going to Portland. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. <laughs> to all our Portland. Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Don't get me wrong. Uh, listeners. Yeah, okay. we, I'm going to apologize in advance. You might think I'm talking shit. I will Portland. be in I'm Portland not. for just vacation, just chilling listen, listen. with my significant other, so relaxing, enjoying. I went to three websites stuff. that show me the oh, top, man. the top most visited cities in the U.S. and I had a, and it wasn't until the third list and I finally found Portland on the list. So, first list, San Francisco, with 25 million visitors a year. I would rather go to San Francisco than Portland. Oh man, San Diego. I would rather go to San Diego than Portland. Philadelphia, I would rather go there than Portland. Vegas, and I hate Vegas because I'm not about that crowd. I go to Vegas to go to Hoover Dam and Lake Mead. I don't even step foot into the bars. Did you cry at Hoover Dam? The, no. And the clubs and shit and the, and the gambling, I don't do any of that. And I would much rather go to Vegas than Portland. Are you done? L.A. Nope. Are you done? But we live in L.A. Orlando, Florida. You should have gone to Orlando instead. Are you done? Believe it or not, Anaheim oh my God. is number four. What? Are you serious? <laughs> Anaheim. What the hell is 
We're, oh we're, we're literally 30 minutes away from LA and we're five minutes away from Anaheim. Why is Anaheim and a I would, place Dude, to I would much visit. rather go down a street to Anaheim and vacation than to Portland. Sorry again for those Portland people. Atlanta, Georgia. I would much rather go to Atlanta than Hotlanta than Portland. Can't. Chicago, but you've been there. We're never going to talk about that. New York, number one on that list. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go right. through one, one more right. list. One I more list. One more list. Come on. <laughs> one list. Everyone knows the rules. One list. So Kansas City, Nashville, Char- Charlotte, Denver, Austin, Detroit, Indianapolis, Seattle, Minneapolis, Tampa, St. Louis, San Antonio, Boston, Miami, San Francisco. Anaheim makes this list too. Phoenix, Philadelphia, Dallas, Houston, San Diego, Atlanta, Washington, Chicago, New York, Orlando, L.A., and Vegas. So far, no Portland. And finally, a third list. They make the list out of 20 cities. They're number 19. The phone call we had earlier, you, you made it seem like it was like a number one tourist attraction in the world that people oh, die to go oh there. Oh, my God. No, I did not make it seem like that. <laughs> you did. No. Definitely did. Have fun in Portland. When are you leaving again? Are we going to put this on hold? Or is this going to? No, it's going to be from the 19th, so that Saturday, to the 22nd on that Tuesday. Oh, you're perfect. You're perfect. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back in time. So if there's anybody in Portland and you guys see Alex, I'm, I might show a picture of what he looks like on Instagram so you guys could run up to him. He's recently taken, so don't run up to him and grab him. Just run up to him and say hi. Oh, man. You might be with a significant other. I don't know. Yes, most likely. Yes, obviously. She will bite you. Probably. I actually. think she, dude, yeah. a few times I've met her. Yeah, Maybe. I think she seems like a biter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <You're so stupid. laughs> I'm just kidding. She will fight you. So uh, that's uh, it. That's all we have for today. That's all we got, man. We'll be we guys episode six coming up next. I think it's the last episode the of the last season. season. And we might take a little break. I don't know, but we're going to promote the hell out of it so people can binge the hell out of it. Tell your freaking friends. Tell yes. all your parks friends, please. please. Because uh, we need a. We got more to come, guys. Everything is going to be great. Season two and three and four and the remaining seasons to come are going to be great. They're better than season one, I'll tell you that. Because we really yeah. wanted to skip this one really bad, but we had no choice but to do it. But all right, guys. Until next time. See ya. Just a tip. Oh, you did it this time. You do it again. Just a tip. All right. So. I fucked up. <laughs>